This episode of the Words with Woods podcast is brought to you by Big Poppy. What's up, everybody? Episode four on the Words with Woods podcast. I'm Jordan. Jay Woods in the house. Okay, that's Josh. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode three, episode two, and episode one. We've actually seen a pretty decent amount of plays, more than I would have thought. It's all pretty even. It wasn't like a crazy drop-off. Not too bad. No. Uh-uh. I actually really liked episode three. Um, we've got a lot of really great feedback. Um, we have a lot of really great feedback. Episode two, episode one, getting a really great response. So thank you to everybody that's been tuning in, subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud, downloading the episodes. I need know. to like sponsor this shit more because I'm getting calls and texts and when I'm talking to people, oh, you didn't post it this week. Yeah. We're getting you should follow. <laughs> we're actually getting a, a pretty decent response on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, MySpace, Friend, Friender, Friendster, what was that one? And even Tinder. It's Tinder. Aw, oh, man. You guys got to stay tuned for our Tinder discussion later on in this episode. But anyways, how's it going, Josh? Uh, I'm all right. Chilling? Thanks Chilling. Week. Know what I noticed? We have, we have taped in almost every different room, every room in this house. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. Tonight, we're um, in the lovely, cozy... Bedroom. 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 Yep. Uh, bars. King Max in the building. He's asleep. He's so asleep he right now. So um, my uh, my brother and his wife are also staying with us during this week while they're um, doing renovations on their home. They have a big ass pit bull named Mickey, who's such a sweetheart. But our dog is uh, is a bit scared of him. I think he just he doesn't like anything bigger than him that's not human. True. Very true. I think he's basically just scared of dogs for the most part, so he's been kind of hiding out. But, anyways, um, so let's talk about what did we do this weekend? We, uh, pretty long weekend if you count, include yesterday. You know what's crazy is like this weekend seemed like it just would never, would not end. It was I, like a really long weekend. And I actually still, even though I've had work yesterday, yesterday work flew by, and then today and tomorrow I work, today's Tuesday, the 20. Fourth and tomorrow I work on the twenty fifth and it's a half day. I Which feel is like really I've been nice. in a long weekend. Like What's, nothing's but it's funny because your half day is not like normal people's half days because you start at six AM, so your half day is you're done at ten AM. You'll be done before like I'm really awake. Oh uh, yeah. It's or a sooner because I'm bringing donuts to work trying to be like, Hey, I gotta get out of here. No, that's nice though, because it's before Thanksgiving. Like say what up to everybody. Yeah, it's to say thank you for everybody putting up with my shit at work, pretty much. Yeah, that's all, nice. All the questions I ask. Um, <laughs> Josh so. does ask an inordinate amount of questions. Yeah, but this week was all fun. Um, Friday, shout out to uh, the people we had dinner, well, drinks with. And dinner. And dinner. Some dinner. Um, not going to say their names. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know they listen to the podcast, so shout out to them. They we'll say the initials R and D. Appreciate you guys. D and R. D and R. Oh, doesn't matter who's first. Dominican Republic. <laughs> doesn't matter who's first. You guys are both really important to us. Thank you for uh, going out and having drinks with us. Yeah, it was actually, it's uh, it's a lot of fun for me to, I have a really hard time um, relating and getting along with people my age for some strange reason. So it's always a lot of fun for me to hang out with people that are a bit older than me and wiser, having uh, already navigated through their 20s and partial, partially of their 30s. And it, to, you know, give me some advice about career moves I should take, you know, uh, different strategies to cope with this age and how to you know, basically get through it and be successful and kind of what strategies to employ in my personal life. And, uh, yeah, so shout out to them. It was really good. It was a great conversation we had. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, 
it was it's nice because they like the same things we like. Yeah, so it, it kind of gives very, me hope. Yeah, it gives me it makes it very easy to talk about. Absolutely. Everything. Yeah, and it makes me really excited for the future because you know a lot of people um, our age are. I guess not, not a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that are, that are, are single, and a lot of people that are getting married, a lot of people that are having children, and so it makes me happy to know that, uh, you know, you don't have to do all of those things in order to have the lifestyle that you want, so it's good. Very I, much so. It was it was really, really nice. I can't keep, I can't keep going about how nice it was. It's just, it's, it was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a really, really great time, so shout out to them. Appreciate you guys for inviting us out. What are you doing on Facebook? Why um, are you I'm that? checking something out because the second person we hung out with, it's her birthday coming out. Shout out to Alex. We hung out with her on Saturday. Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. Oh, yeah, because Saturday we went to the movies. Saturday we went to the movies and saw The Hunger Games with, with uh, my parents, my brother, and his wife. Man. No, and we watched The Fight. That was tight. That was a lot of fun. The Fight was really good. The movie was good. I thought it was good. Uh, I didn't like the people that were watching the movies. If you are... Snapchatting during the movie, emailing during the movie, don't come and see, don't come and see the movie. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting at this point where we're not exactly old, but we're also not exactly teenagers anymore, and it's very strange to watch teenagers interact with social media because while it was a you know on and popping thing when we were in high school, like MySpace was the jam, and that was just when like texting was like a thing, I think. Yeah. Like 2006 You couldn't get that on, you couldn't get that on your phone. The only thing you get on your phone remotely was like AIM. But like, I mean like instant messaging then was like yeah. a really popular thing when we were in high school. But now it's like Facebook, well, I don't know if teenagers are really on Facebook. It's like Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. So everywhere we go, it's just teenagers are not even paying attention. Like when we were giving out candy for Halloween... There were kids coming up that were Snapchatting on their phone while they were getting candy from, like, our house. Little kids. Not even... Like, young ass. I mean, like I don't know how... Sixth grade. Sixth grade. They, they looked young to me. Yeah, it was I so look young as hell, so, like, they looked real young to me. Yes. Well, so it was just so weird watching... So, them, like, like when movies. I hear older people, like, grandparents and stuff talking about, you know, technology and how it's overwhelming for them, like, shit, I can see how, because when, when I see it now, I'm like, wow, that's, like... They're not even interacting. It's very strange to watch. It is. It's uh, overwhelming. It's for me. super overwhelming. Um, what are you what doing else? on your phone? Why are you not paying attention right now? Oh, my bad. My bad. Put, put the phone away. I'm just Anyways, we went out with, uh, with our friend Alex, a mutual friend of ours. Shout out uh, to her. Birthday's in today's Tuesday. It's in three days. Yeah, so shout out to her. We had a really, really great time um, talking with her on Sunday. She's she's just a great person. She has a great spirit. She has a really awesome outlook on life, and she's very successful in her own right, and it's really great to be around people that have, I think, an idea and know what they want to do with their life. It's really refreshing to know that people have direction, I think, at least for me, because I'm especially a planner. Especially at our age. At our age, especially, but I'm a planner. Like, I'm thinking about what I'm doing tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I have a whole five-year plan in my head about things that I want. So it's nice to know that other people are also thinking the same things, that I'm not crazy for wanting to plan my life. Yeah, and it makes me want to get more task-oriented because the questions that get fired at me by the homegirl Alex is like, where do you want to be next in a week? Where do you want to be at in like five years? Yeah, how did you feel about what that? Because I had answers. What about your goals? And it's like... Josh, so uh, oh. Alex was asking... Alex is a girl. I don't know if there's any pronouns, but she's, she's a, a woman. And so... 
you know, she was asking Josh questions about like, oh, so, you know, your current job now, what's your long-term goal? But she's not being facetious or condescending. She's all she's asking is, you know, what's what's the game plan? It's curiosity because she's very supportive of Josh. Yeah, so, I've known her. I've known her since high school, uh, since middle school. I've cheated off her for years in classes, <laughs> um, and she always sees a drive in me, just like Jordan does. And it's nice from a from a friend that wants to know what we're doing. She's yeah, and it's supportive of, of everything that we're doing. Yes, it's very nice. supportive. Um, doesn't doesn't judge on what we're doing. Um, we have very few friends that just take it, like, just do allow us to do what we want to do. Yeah. And for those friends, like, we're really grateful for that, and Alex is definitely one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to answer your question, how do I feel? Um, it just makes me... How do I feel? I felt fine, um, but... Well, only because you pause a few times, and, like, to me, when you pause, it's, like, you don't need to look at me to know that I'm just, like, okay, I gotta step in and, like, help out real quick. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I talk about, like, my goals, like, I'm open about them, but at the same time, I'm reserved about them. Because I said on this podcast, like, what I like to do, what I want to do, I have, like, to go all over the place, um... Josh doesn't like put to a, put things out in the world that won't come into fruition. Yeah, and then, the, and I also don't like time frames. I'm very bad at time frames. He's bad at time management. I just don't like, oh, what do you want to do in five years? Uh, be You're alive? Like, oh, shit, it might take me six. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. He doesn't uh, like to get boxed in. Because, so, like, I just like to, I just know my goals. Right. And that's pretty much about it. It's hard to explain. Um... But yeah, I felt okay, um, real comfortable. There's never any pressure. Yeah, no, not from her. I'm just saying, like, you know, when we go out with, like, uh, our friends that we went out with on Friday, you know, they ask a lot of questions about the future. And because I think a lot about the long term, and, you know, people would ask you questions, and sometimes you would get a little more, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, stagnant, but, like, you, you freeze up a bit. And I don't know if it's because you don't want to tell them because you're embarrassed or you don't want to tell them just in case it doesn't happen or just because you don't know. I think it's more of... <laughs> mix of everything. No, nah, like, I guess I'm past that phase of, like, like people caring, like, it being a judgment thing. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. All that's done. Especially because we surround ourselves with, on purpose, very open-minded people. Yes. Because I can't handle people saying or thinking, like, they can't do that shit. Yeah. That's just, like, I can't have that mentality around me. Exactly. My dreams are too big to have people like that around me. Exactly. I look for people like, um, if I say, hey, I want to do this, they, and they might one day say, hey, I have a connection, or they're listening, they're they're involved yeah. in the process. I love to be so, around people where we can push each other forward. That's yes. the whole point. Yes. So, it, I don't think I freeze up. I think it's more of, kind of like how I am on the podcast, I want to make sure I, I say the thought clearly. Yeah, you want to articulate um, well. But at the same time, when I'm doing that, I find gaps in the goal. Yeah. And I try to f- think about how to fill that gap mm-hmm. um, that will get me to the next steps. Right. But when I should just give an answer. Yeah, yeah. And then follow it up with details. Right. But I like to, as if anybody knows me, I like to just my thought is my thought, and I just say it sometimes, and it doesn't make sense to, like, anybody. Yeah. But myself sometimes. So, 
I really You're to, working to, on I it. I think, think of it because I'll just say the first thing that comes to mind. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, sometimes um, it's unnecessary. Sometimes it's very unnecessary. But the more I think through it, the right. problem is I'll just get caught up in my own head. And, and then and, when and it comes out, you're like, it's jumbled. It's jumbled or I just ignore the question because it's like, I now I'm internally reflecting when I have my, I guess my own time in the day where I do that. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not like... Like you're doing it right now. I yeah, see. it's not like I'm... It's not like... <laughs> I'm, like I know, I know walking well. in, like, it's not like I know walking in, like, the questions that are going to be spat. Like, right. Like, it's not like I have an interview, and it's like, they're going to ask me this. I think that's this, probably just where, this. like, our personality differs, is that I'm so ready to answer those questions, because I spend all of my day thinking about it. You know? Yeah, like, I guess, I guess. I'm at work doing what I need to do, but I'm also thinking about, wow, I can't wait for the day when I'm on a book tour. I can't wait for the day when... Josh is doing this so I don't have to go in to do this so I can write my book all day or be on the radio or, you know, be doing any of those types of creative things where it's like, I don't have to be going in to like do this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like I said before, I love my job. Like, as I said on past podcasts, I know what I want to do. Um, I think, I actually think about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but the problem is that I think about it too much. Then my work suffers a right. lot just because I'm in sales. And I'll just start being like, why am I here? I need to be doing something else. You just, not you're bad at multitasking. No, like, not being like, I'll start thinking like, this job is to pay. F- I'll stop thinking about how this job pays for everything else I want to do down the road. Right. And I'll just start thinking I need to be doing everything else. Right. And skip out on the pay. Which is not the way I believe you should do it. Personally, right. I believe. Do the job that you have to do. To support, to support your family. Right. Be it just, like, that's just the two of us, or if you have a kid or whatever. Yeah. You pay the bills, pay your student loans, whatever you have to pay. Right. And Definitely. at the same time, saving up for your future yeah. goals. So, also, I know a big part of the reason that Josh works so hard is so I, at one point that I don't have to work so I can write. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that so much, which I think is really sweet, honestly, is that he works really hard and is trying to save money and you know, build up his own clientele and his own, you know, mini empire of sales yeah. so I can be in a comfortable space where I can just write and chill with King Max all day and drink coffee and pump out these novels, which is exactly. ultimate goal for me. And then as you, after that turns around, then... Once like, I make millions off these words, so... I'll, I'll be working on other stuff. Yeah. Like, I just know throughout my day, I have a picture of ugly King Max over there and, and you, babe, and if... The days are going well if I just look at the picture or if I can't focus. I, yeah, you gotta look how, at the bigger picture. Yeah, I, it makes me, I just look at the picture and I think of the bigger picture. Right. Um, I think... Yeah, because sometimes being at work is awful. Yeah, and I, once again, love living here, but once we have our own space, once again, it will... It will just, start, I think, start. solidify the fact that, like, that we're working for all of these things for a reason. Yeah, and but we'll be able to work around the house. That's true. Like, we look like Josh will be able to paint projects. at home. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, passion projects at the house. I don't like, like, like having music on loud or my headphones on or while I'm doing my stuff. Exactly. So. Exactly. It's, It'll be good. And that's coming soon. We actually saw a really, really sweet apartment. I'm not going to tell you where that shit is. I don't want none of y'all buy yeah. it now. Y'all can't come by. No. Actually, some of you listening can probably come by for a party soon. But I like really hope we actually get it. Yeah, you're, I guess, a housewoman. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we should know, hopefully by tomorrow. I'm going to hit up these people tomorrow and see what's up. I know we passed the credit check, the reference check, all that shit, but... A1 credit! <laughs> Josh has the bomb-ass credit. I have the awful credit. Oh, and yeah. hopefully we'll be able to lock this apartment down because it's in the perfect neighborhood. It's the perfect place. Honestly, I just... I cannot wait to hear back about it. I know for sure that our application... That's what we did on Saturday. What? We went to go look at that apartment. Everything's just a blur. Dude, this weekend was like the one that would just never end. Honestly. It, it, it ran through Monday. Today was the first normal day. That's true. Um, anyway, so that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then yesterday, on Monday, we went to go see... The family... Family, family Matters Tour. At uh, Soma here in San Diego. Mr. Chance the Rapper and the Social Experiment. Tokyo... Drum and Metro Boomin. Shit was lit. Super lit. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to all Shout out to homie Peter Cottontail. Let's talk to him for a bit. Um, he's a homie from Chicago. It was real cool to see everybody from Chicago that when I lived there, I was writing about for all the music blogs yeah. that we rubbed shoulders with everywhere we went because I covered all the same people. And we're mutual friends with all the same people. Chicago is really small. And all, and they're all very grateful. Absolutely. It was really cool to see them, like, in a setting that wasn't Chicago. It was It was, it was, it was nice. really interesting. And it was really inter- interesting to see how they interacted with people because their tour is so... It's smaller. It is smaller. It's and like a theater, very small venue tour. 2,500 people. Um, much less for most places, yeah. And then they're working... When one guy's on stage, when, like, when Tokyo's performing, you got Peter Cottontail, who's going to be headlighting the night with Chance the Rapper, working the merch table, and they just rotate. Yeah. After, like, one it's finishes. It's a team effort. Yeah, it's a big team effort. It's a real, and, like, it's called the Family Matters Tour. It's real family, you know? They're yeah. really on, everybody's a, the cool thing, knowing that most of them personally, is that knowing that they're actually all really friends. Yes. And, like, pe- they take those friendships very seriously, especially being from Chicago. You, you can, rely more on your friends for most things. Yeah, and you can see the connection. And yeah. it's just, it was... Show was dope. Show was I dope. love live music. Uh, Donnie Trumpet, uh, a.k.a. Nico, killed it last night. Chance the Rapper was awesome. Peter was awesome. Everybody was just fantastic. It was definitely one of the best shows I've been to this year. And it was great because we didn't actually get to see them while we lived in Chicago. Yeah, we see. Well, we, saw him in, we saw them all in pieces. Yeah, we saw Chance do two songs. Right. Uh, um, Vic Mensa show and Alex Alex Wiley show. Yeah. Um, showcase. That was actually a showcase. Yeah, that was showcase. Um, we saw Peter Cantel. Oh, Tokyo. We saw. We a saw Tokyo show. Uh, the full set. Um, Twice. Metro Boomin is Future's DJ, so he's he's pretty tight. Um, Drum is a new guy. He sings that one Cha Cha song that Drake ripped off to make Hotline Bling. Oh, he yeah. sings I that track. Uh, yeah, that's the one. He sings that track "Take Care" on a Social Experiment um, Surf album. Yep. Which I completely forgot about. Which is cool because he sang it live. That that boy can sing. He can sing. He doesn't look like he can sing. No, because he's got those long ass dreads. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't look like he would be a singer. But it was good. He was real good. Yeah, everything was dope. Venue was dope. I've never been to Soma. Great sound. Someone's got that great acoustics, man, I swear. Uh, problem I had, though. Problem. It but by was... the way, before Josh goes into this little tangent, because I know it's about to happen, if you ever want to see a good show, go to Soma. I used to be a sound engineer. Soma has the tight acoustics. Your ears don't ring afterwards. Everything sounds the way you should. I'm just yes. throwing that out there. 
the venue is shit. The 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 vent like the bathroom like the actual venue is shit. But if you're going for the actual sound and the experience, go to Soma. Definitely That's do. It. Go ahead. Definitely do. To you. Three I, problems. I pass you the hot potato. Three problems. Three. Yes. One. Just so you know, for all our twenty-one and up friends, Soma does not have any alcohol. I think most people know that, but okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which was fine because I had to work this morning. But actually, uh, that was silver lining because we saved a lot of money last night because we did. We bought merch. We bought a sweatshirt. Josh got a shirt rather than spending money on booze. So. Good point. Silver um, lining. Silver lining. And I didn't feel like shit this morning. Um, and it's an underage venue, all age venue. So this is where the problem keeps in. There's a lot of, especially last night because all kids were out for high, out of high school for Thanksgiving. Right. There's a lot of people that were 15, 16, 17, 18, which is cool. But once again, they're on Snapchat all night. I just don't get it. When I'm at a show, I want to see everything. Like, I barely, I don't like videotaping. Right. I don't like to do any of that stuff. Um, you're reporting, so yeah, I feel like it's a little different. Right, but yeah, because yeah, I pay attention to all that stuff. People are, like, on their Gmail and doing everything else. Right. So, it's just, it was just really, really weird. Um, I felt old. I did. I felt old as fuck last night. Like, and that was, I usually don't feel old because it, Anybody knows what I look like. I look like I'm probably like 18, like barely mm-hmm. over 18. So I didn't feel as if I looked old, but I felt old because there were these like teenage girls that were standing in front of Josh and I who they they weren't watching the show at all. Every time Chance performed a song that was slightly popular, they would start Snapchatting it and then turn the camera on themselves and act like super lit like it was like the coolest thing they ever been to in their life. Yeah. And then as soon as the song was over, turn Snapchat off, send it to their friends, do whatever. And then they would be texting people on Facebook, Twitter, looking through. The- I saw this one girl looking through her email. I was like, what high school girl checks her email? I know. It was just, it was it was just bizarre. so bizarre. It was so bizarre because, like, I, I grew up with the internet for sure. But I didn't grow up with the, like, smartphones. Like, I didn't have a cell phone. Until I was like a junior or senior in high school, me and my brother shared one because yeah. like we didn't need one. Like, yeah. I had like MySpace and AIM and stuff at home, but I didn't need that shit on my phone. It it was just bizarre. It was just like I felt like my parents or like my grandparents, where they were really overwhelmed by technology. I felt really overwhelmed by the amount of coverage these kids were doing, and they just weren't experiencing it at all. I'm surprised their arms didn't fall off because we were sitting on this. That's ramp. just true. And we could see over everybody cleanly to the full stage. And all you would see is phones up the whole time. Yeah, dude, that shit was crazy. Like, there's a point where, it's, like, chance has everybody put their lighters up. Yeah, yeah. That's different, though. There's only, like, a handful of people that had lighters. Well, they shouldn't have lighters in there, anyways. Yeah, but. Yeah. And then it went back to phones. It was just. Yeah, it was just weird. Like, I just, uh, I haven't ever felt like old or older yeah. in a really long time and that was one of the few nights where I'm like damn like I'm the old bitch in this venue right now yeah. <laughs> cause like we've been to a bunch of arena shows and like stadiums I mean we've been to shows a lot and I see cameras all the time like flickering but it's always like the experience not to say chances the whole family matters tour experience was not big I it, wish it was 21 and up I wish it was another yes. video that was 21 and up I would have had a better time honestly if there weren't teenagers. I know that sounds shitty to say. I really enjoyed the music. Or at least 18 and up. 
like the sober experience didn't bother me. Like, because no. me and Josh were like, we're super washed. We went to Chili's right beforehand, and we had dinner. <laughs> Shut up! That triple twenty deal. Had couple, we had a couple beers, and then walked over to the venue. We're like, wow! Like we felt like I felt like old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a great show. Um, and my third problem, I just noticed what every basic dude in San Diego wears. No offense, I'm about to probably offend some friends, maybe a family member or two, but Vans, black, blue, white, yellow, cream, whatever fucking color, high Nike black and white socks, or Adidas socks. Mostly Nike Nike socks, like crew socks, the long ones. Yeah, cargo shorts, and then a tank top and a t-shirt. Honestly, babe, like, I bought you a pair of camo cargo shorts from Vans, and I really thought they were super cute on you, but after seeing what cargo shorts look like last night on these little ass kids, I kind of don't want you to wear them anymore. No, and I haven't worn them in a long time. Like, I... You wore them out for a while. I did. I wore them out for a while. They're comfy. They look comfy as shit. They were the only shorts I had from Chicago. That's true. And so, I have, like, I have some older army pants that I cut up ripped, but, like... Those have two big holes in now. They have holes near his crotch, and I was like, "Is someone that's gonna see your pee?" And I'm gonna be mad as hell. And she also thought I looked homeless, especially with the big beard. They looked a little. They looked a little bit like I was like, "Babe, like we can afford to buy you new shorts." Yeah, like I get the style of like they're ripped, but it was like too ripped. But Um, that's besides the point. They're easy season twos. I mean, if they were four hundred dollars shorts, I couldn't say shit. But I mean, they weren't. No, they're just really old. So, like, all, and then they had the lanyard around their neck holding all With their the keys. keys. bro. Oh, oh, my God. Everybody looked the same, but everybody thought they looked different when it was Well, oh, I don't know this. if they did, but, I mean, they, those little, those were all, like, little white boys. And they all thought they had swag. No, they weren't just white. There was some Indian, I saw, I know, like, I was saying I saw more white boys than anything. There was a lot of white people at that concert. Nothing against white people, but... I haven't seen that many white people at a show. Because last show. time we went to a show was in Chicago. Yeah. And Vic Mensa put on a show. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're, like, I've never seen that many white people at a hip-hop concert. Yeah. Like, maybe like an old, like, Vanilla Ice. on. <laughs> no, but I don't think I've ever been to a rap show where it was majority, like, white high school kids. Which is not a bad thing at all. I mean, diversity is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I was just more surprised. I was like, damn, like... That this is like his fan base here in San Diego, which is, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Even Peter asked us, the keyboardist in Social Experiment, he was like, damn, I was kind of expecting an older crowd. Yeah. And we were like, no, like, this is a, it's an all-ages venue. These young-ass kids want to see you guys. Yeah. But, I mean, if even the band is surprised. And which is good for them, for the... For the reach. For the reach, because as they grow, the kids get older... Oh, yeah, absolutely. They have more more to cover. But that was it. Just yeah. those basic-ass dudes. I'm sorry. I see any of my friends wearing that. He's going to roast them. I'm going to roast you guys. You guys might be called, like, fuckboys or something now. <laughs> something like fuckboy status. Something like that. Because it looks hilarious. like you guys should all be in the same frat, hanging out with each other. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, that's that. Uh, it's like, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's like, like you're, a you're all clones. Yeah. Oh, man, get a sorrow. <laughs> Talk to me. I'll help you out. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Boy, gosh. Damn. Anyways, uh, let's do a wedding update. You got anything? I got nothing. You got nothing? 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we said this last time. We got a, we booked, finally officialized, booked our photographer. Yeah. Shout out to Kim one time. Um, and we also got... The DJ. The DJ. Shout out to our boy Victor, a.k.a. DJ V-Rock. You can follow him on Twitter, DJ V-Rock. DJ, he's killer. He's awesome. He's so dope. I'm so excited to have him DJ the wedding. I can't wait to the people that are going to be invited that listen to this, could hear it. If you're listening to this and you're not invited, I'll tell you when he's spinning again so you go Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, boo, download his mixtape on SoundCloud. Anyways, and then also we um, asked uh, our family friends, Carlos and Saida, if... Their two yeah. daughters will be our flower girls. And before we could even say, can they be our flower? As soon as we said flower, they were on it. They were on it. Jumping up and down. The, one of the little girls didn't know what she was doing. She just knew it was something about her. And she I was asked so her, happy. I was like, do you like flowers? She's like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Yeah. So, no, so that was really cool. I don't have any uh, really young uh, cousins in my family. Josh doesn't have any in his. And I spent yeah. a lot of time with them. and... Like, I remember when they were born, we babysit them. And one of them's my best friend. Yeah, one of them goes around and calls Josh her best friend. So, so. there we I mean, go. it obviously has to be her. That's the obvious choice. Yeah, she's so, definitely in it. <laughs> so, I'm really excited to have them in the wedding. They're going to be adorable in their little dresses. I can't wait oh, to see it. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but that's pretty much it from wedding. Yeah, I don't have a lot for this week. I think because it's Thanksgiving, it's, you know, it's been getting kind of busy. So We're boring. Yeah. We're boring, honestly. The holidays are really, really hard. The ho- holidays are really, really hard. That Thanksgiving this week, can you believe that shit is this week? I'm excited. I got stretchy pants on <laughs> all week. I'm warming these pants. Before uh, that, me and you got together, what did you used to do for Thanksgiving? Let's see. I don't even know the answer to this, actually. Sometimes yeah, I would go play this. football with some of the guys that grew up. Uh, no, I'm not talking about like the day. I'm talking about like your family like oh. dinner. I don't care what you did before. I did, because I destroyed them a little bit. Uh, uh, now nah, everybody just be cooking at home. Uh, not, Chilling? Not me. Um, I'm, <laughs> not the sampler. I'm the professional sampler. Yeah, you are. I know it tastes bad, and it tastes good. Everything goes <laughs> to me. <laughs> Everything goes to me. And I sit there and drink, hung out, didn't move. Really. So, like, would, but would you have it at, like, uh, your mom's house, dad's house? My dad's house. Um... Because my mom was in Connecticut, so um, I didn't go out. It's kind of hard for me because Josh's parents are divorced and both remarried. Yeah. So it's uh, not difficult for me to grasp, but I ask a lot of questions about dynamics. Because, like, my parents are, are they're still married. So, like, I'm always curious. I'm like, oh, so what did you do? Like, do you have to choose? Yeah. Because I don't know that lifestyle. But I never really, I never had to choose because my mom moved to Connecticut my junior year. And I was of high so, school? Of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was so involved with, before, like... I guess a little bit before, it wasn't so much choosing. It was like my mom's like usually we'll do it the day before, right? Um, like she, they would accommodate yeah, each other's schedules, exactly. That's cool. Or um, yeah, it just always worked out. It just I can't really yeah. explain it. I was wondering too because your parents are divorced and they got kind of divorced. How old were you when they got divorced? Seventh grade. Seventh. Going into seventh How old were you? Seventh grade, like twelve. Twelve. Does that make you nervous to get married? Yeah. Sometimes. But your parents like. You know, I've watched your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, my OTT, who's been married forever. That's true, she's married for a so, while. So, um, like, yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I was wondering if that somehow affects your psyche. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, oh, well, it didn't work out for my parents, so I don't know if it's going to work out for us type deal. I think back in the day, I was like, I am getting married. 
I think before we started right, dating, you were pretty convinced that it just wasn't going to happen. No. Because even when we were dating in the beginning, he was a dick. Let me just throw that out there. I wasn't. No, you yeah. were. You were real difficult. I can't even look at you in the eye when I say that. Because you know it's true. You yeah. know you were being difficult. Difficult. He was waiting difficult. for me to be, I think, mean. Or, I don't know. What, what were you waiting for? Tell us. I don't know. You were waiting for me to, like, turn crazy, I think. I think so. Trust issues. I knew I loved you. I can't say anything. But why? I play close to the keep your cards close. That's lame. Anyway, so that's what you did for Thanksgiving and then You yeah. you do the same thing you do now, right? Um, so it's um we basically my dad only has one sibling and he lives in Florida now. And he has uh his parents. And but because my dad has been married to my mom for so many years and they've been together since they were in high school, his parents come with my mom's family, who's pretty large, and, you know, 40, they, they consider they consider my grandparents a part of a part of the family. So it's really cool. So like my grandparents um, are really close to my mom's parents. Um, all my cousins know my dad's parents, and uh, it's pretty cool. So I think we all take turns hosting it for the most part. Yeah. Sometimes it's at my aunt's house, my mom's sister. Sometimes it's at my grandma's house. But because uh, of recent events, my mom has been hosting it most of the time. And this year we're renting out the clubhouse in their little community. There's going to be about 50 of us. We've done that for the last few years, which is a lot of fun. And hit me up if you guys want to stop by. Yeah, hit us yeah. up. If you guys honestly don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving and you're in San Diego and you listen to the podcast, if you're not fucking weird, you can definitely come by. And so, you bring beer. And you bring beer. That's like the caveat. You got to bring some form of liquor. Yes. We got enough food for everybody, but if you don't bring any wine, beer, champagne, you honestly can't gain entry. Not at all. It's like a house party. It's like a bad house party. But with really good food. <laughs> but with like a sweet ass mashed potatoes. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, macaroni and cheese. Man, I'm hungry already. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? I don't know. Food. No, no, no. For real. Like, what's your favorite, I mean, favorite like, meat? side dish? Oh, side dish. Because favorite meat is probably ham or somebody that's like a roast beef. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't, like I don't eat. Uh, I don't eat ham. Or beef, like uh, roast beef. Roast beef, something. Like that. I like roast beef sandwiches occasionally. I, I was a vegetarian for a long time. For people who listen to this podcast, way before, before me, before Josh, um, oh. I didn't eat meat for a very long time. Yeah, so I, I don't like turkey that much. I like turkey the next it's day. It's because it's dry. Else. I think. Yeah, I like the fatness and everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, favorite side dish. Can uh, I tell you that mine while you're thinking about yeah. it? Yeah. Mine's mashed potatoes. My Auntie Martha, a.k.a. Marty Party, she makes the best mashed potatoes from here to all of the world. I think that's what it depends on. And my brother's wife makes the best candy yams I've ever had. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. I think it depends on who's making what. Well, that's true, because there are some dishes that I prefer that I won't name names of my family. I don't like the way they make Yeah. I don't. I just uh, don't like I them. I agree. I agree. And there's some dishes that, like, I'll never forget. Like, that people make, like, I have my favorite mashed potatoes for my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. You don't have my favorite macaroni and cheese. I make and the so bomb I don't ass macaroni and cheese. I just, there's secret ingredients in there that I know about. I just, it, it's so perfect. Yeah. This year, uh, Josh and I are making macaroni and cheese for our family's Thanksgiving. I'm actually not going to be the tester. Well, I'll be a tester, but I'll be honest with that. Yes, I'll tell you guys what I make. So I make macaroni and cheese with blue cheese. And bacon. nothing else. No, I don't know. Let me tell you. Nothing else. Bacon bits. Oh, man. That's so bad. Topped with uh, panko breadcrumbs, and then you bake it. We should put... And oh all, all caramelized onions as well. I just figured it out. What What's we should up? put on top. I make that every year. It's a jam. 
What? Goldfish on top. Nah. Goldfish would be Actually, so Actually, you know, so we could make one vegetarian one and just make macaroni, blue cheese, caramelized onions, goldfish, panko breadcrumbs on the top, bake it, and just don't tell anybody, and they'll be like, ah! But, yeah, there's goldfish in this shit. Yeah. That's so why you should eat bacon. No, I said we give her the breadcrumbs and scrunch up the fish. On the top? Like cheddar, like cheddar cheese breadcrumbs? Oh my god, be so If you go to the store and buy goldfish, I will, we'll do it. Costco, here I come. Yeah. So we're making a few trays of that. That's our responsibility. I'll probably uh, stop by my grandma's house tomorrow. She's, my dad's mom is a bomb ass baker. Tester, uh, tester's not there. Yeah, I actually texted her, text her today and she said she was making some pies. So I'll probably stop by tomorrow and just see. We're going to go check out how those pies are going. <laughs> uh, got to go see, gotta go see what's going on. got to make sure they're all A-okay yeah. for Thursday. And then I'll probably uh, volunteer to help my sister-in-law with the candy yams because she has a really, really great recipe. Uh, her mom is actually a really great baker. So I'm going to try to get in on that recipe early because it's it's definitely one that I would want to have in the future. Yes, most definitely. All right, so Thanksgiving. Well, we hope every, all of you really have a great Thanksgiving. Um, and if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, have a good day off. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't know what you do, but enjoy your time doing nothing they while everyone's eating bomb-ass food. They go to theme parks. Really? It's well-known and documented. Disneyland's, like, busy, one of the busiest well, days. Well, I hate theme parks, so of course I wouldn't know that. It's, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I hate organized fun so much. Um... New Year's, but that's just... Super Bowl. Super Bowl is one of the busiest days where it's, like, not busy. Right? That doesn't make any sense. No, it's busy. It is busy. It is busy? Yeah. What's the one day where they they say where it's, like, the day to go? 9-11. Really? 9-11. Wow. 9-11. You go to anything. Actually, you know, we did get an email in our uh, Gmail, wordswithwoods at gmail.com, asking us our thoughts on uh, the Paris terrorism text. And Josh and I both agree that we're not going to do that. So yeah, no, I don't. We're talk. not going to talk about that. If you want to, if you really want to ask me, we'll do call it off me. air. Yeah. yeah, no, I want to talk about on air. We feel, we are going forever. Yeah, no, I, I think we're both pretty sensitive about the whole thing. We feel very sad for everybody that was involved, and we're just—it's not our place to uh, honestly to comment. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't really comment. We on did it. read your question, but don't listen to the end of the shit to hear us for an answer because we're not going to comment. Yeah, and don't comment on like the stuff going on in Russia with Turkey now. Syria. Uh, you don't want to hear us talk about politics. That's not us. That's not us. Not, we'll uh, talk about it once the election gets closer. I think we are probably going to have an episode where we talk about the election and yeah. what we're feeling in terms of candidates. Not going to comment on any sort of terrorist attack. Yeah, just throwing nothing. That, that's just not my style. All right, so uh, moving on from uh, Thanksgiving. Let's go into the couples therapy segment. And, uh... <laughs> I ain't ready for this shit. Alright, so let me... I'm gonna go grab another guest. Alright, so here's what you're gonna do. Go grab us a couple more beers. Down. Downstairs. Shout out to St. Archer IPA. Not a sponsor. Am, yeah, we're not a sponsor. the shit. St. Archer, I'm wearing a goddamn crew neck right now. We support you. Um, I am going to introduce the segment... What brought on a segment and give the whole layout, and then you're gonna come back, and then we're gonna talk about it. Uh, I'm happy I read the programming this week. Yeah, because man, this is gonna th- be a this is crazy. This is gonna be a doozy. Oh man, y'all need to really follow Jordan on Twitter because she dropped like I dropped some bombs on this. So follow me on Twitter if you haven't. It's uh, hey, it's Jordan H E Y I T S J O R D H A N, and uh, you would know what we're talking about this week if you follow me on Twitter. Honestly. Oh, and you can follow me. On Twitter, and technically, 
They can Instagram. follow me on Instagram. J McFly11. If you don't know how to spell that shit, don't follow me then. Josh can't spell for shit, so it's J M C F L Y 11. I could have spelled right. that shit. Go get some beers. Take, right. these, take these empty ass cans. Empty Take these empty ass cans, lady. Shit. Right. Don't slam that door. I won't. Ooh, he tried to slam it. Alright, so now that he left the room. So, my girl texts me. And she does online dating. She knows who she is, so my best friends in the entire world. She was like, you know what? I would really love to hear your guys' thoughts and comments and opinions regarding online dating. And... It was interesting to me because I have never done online dating. And that's not because I haven't been interested in doing it. It's because Josh and I started dating when I was 20, back in late 2010. So I completely missed app dating. And if Josh did online dating, honestly, I wouldn't want to know. Don't want to know shit about it. So she asked, you know, what do you guys, what do you think about it? Like, that's, that's interesting. She's like, it's very complicated. And a lot of the dates that I've been on are boring. If not, they're with people who are divorced and have children and don't know anything about it. One of my friends that we just saw this last week said she went on a date with a guy who she swiped or whatever the fuck and accepted. And then when she met up with him, right before she met up with him, he had changed his picture, changed his bio, changed his age, and he was a completely different person. The internet is fucking creepy. The internet is so fucking creepy. So, anyways, so we decided to take it a step further. Josh is back. What up? We decided to take it a step further, and rather than just commenting on online dating and what we think about it, we decided we were going to set up a Tinder profile and post a picture of, or I guess update our profile with a photo of the two of us and see who would try to match with us. Cheers. Cheers to you, man. Sorry. Interrupt that. And see who would try to match with us as a couple to see if anybody would be interested in either one of us and or interested in having a threesome. Look at Max. He's so cute. Sorry. Sorry. No bad. No bad. So we did. So we set up a Tinder profile and I saw Tinder for the first time. I saw Tinder for the first time. And, I mean, not that anyone ever needs to know, but I've never had a threesome. I personally don't want to know if Josh has ever had a threesome, and that would just be gross. Oh, man. No. <laughs> I can't tell if you're lying or not. Nah. I don't want to know. Nah. Uh, too much work. It just personally seems like a lot of... For one, I don't want an extra guy in the room. And then secondly, if I had another girl in the room, it's too much work. It seems like a lot of effort on the guy's part, personally. But, so we set up a Tinder account. And, so we put a picture, so we put a picture of the two of us. I'm pulling it up on my phone. So we put a picture of the two of us, and when we were out on Sunday with our friend Alex, who was a user of Tinder, who has a boyfriend now, but she was using Tinder when she was single, and... You know, she was showing me how to use it because she was, you know, not an active user, but she was a very familiar user with the app. Because I kind of get how it worked. I kind of get the mystique if you're single. Like, if you're single, it's like, oh, everybody's kind of doing it. It's really easy. There's not a whole lot of setup to, like, to get people to want to match with you. Honestly, you just need a picture 
You know, and, and your name. You all had to put a any info. But one thing I did find was interesting when I was setting up the profile was that you have to log in through your Facebook account. Which is crazy. And it shows you when you're um, matching with people or swiping with people, whatever it's called, um, that it shows you if you have mutual friends. That's awkward. Well, it's awkward, but it's also a pretty good idea when you think about it because if, you know, say I liked someone, like I have Tinder up right now and there's a girl named Nicole and she has a mutual friend of mine. So I can ask my friend Mario, who's a mutual friend, and say, Hey, Mario, do you know Nicole, who I just met on Tinder? Is she crazy? And it gives you a sort of personal connection. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I think it makes it less sketch. But, man. I think the sketchiest part that I saw on Tinder was that there were a lot of really young people, like 18-year-olds. 19, 19-year-olds. Like, I just, like... But then I saw, like, this huge age gap, and it'd be, like, you know, 21 through 27, and then there'd be, like, a really big drop-off, and then it would be, like, 37 to 45. Yeah, and there's a lot, like, a lot of older people on there as well, if you don't put the age range. Yeah, like, um, we didn't put an age range. We didn't put many restrictions. We put that we were interested in men and women, yeah. and then we also put that uh, within 50 miles, and... We didn't put any sort of uh, restrictions on anything else. Because you can actually... You can narrow you it can down. You can customize it pretty well if you wanted to. Yeah, you definitely could. Um, so, we started matching with people. Like, I went through it and I... Um, I guess, what do they call it? Right swiped? I don't know. I said see. yes. No, no, no. I said yes. I gave people the green check. It's a green check. Or the oh, no, ice. it's a green heart. It's a green heart. Yeah. I gave... I said I would give... Five people the green heart, and then Josh would give five people the green heart. Yes, and we had one... Well, no, we had four matches. Four matches. So, out of ten people, we had four matches. So, apparently, we're only 40% hot. But we only looked, <laughs> we looked at ten people, and ten literally... People. But they would have to be interested to... in threesomes, because yeah. there's very obviously two of us. Yes, and we and the other thing is, we only went through it within... 30 minutes. Yeah, and we didn't we take, stopped. Yeah, we didn't take a very extreme amount of time to look through it. I just kind of swipe people that didn't, to me, look crazy. Yeah, and we and there's some swipes that we definitely said no to simply because of the connections with friends. Yes. We didn't want... And anything. that was one thing that my friend who encouraged, not encouraged us, but my friend who asked us what she thought about online dating, she said, be really careful. Because sometimes when, she lives in L.A., she says, sometimes when I'm in San Diego, I see people that we know. Yeah. She's like, so be careful. But I don't really care if I, if I see people that we know because in my mind, I know we're not on it to... Do anything. Oh, but for the record, we're not on it to actually have a threesome. That's not part of the deal. No. But, I mean, at least not on my end. I don't want to do that. That no, seems really no, no, no. Um. So we did actually get one match, and his name was Andrew. Which, I'm not going to say his last name. I, it doesn't show last names anyways. Oh, it doesn't? Uh-uh. Sure. Which is actually really smart, security-wise. Um, and... What's he, Andrew's his last name, though? Oh, stop. Oh, so his man. first message to us let us know automatically that he knew what we were doing. That we were a couple. That we were on Tinder to find another person to be... To have to do At some point in our relationship with us. Yeah. Right? Okay, so his first message says, hey guys, how's your Sunday? 
automatically. He knew it was two of us. Yes, and to reconfirm this, um, he says guys kind of throughout the whole thread. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't believe that we really did this shit, uh, text me, email me, wordsofwoods at gmail.com. I will send you screenshots of this shit. Yeah. Because it is incredible. Yes. And so we carried on a conversation with him. He said, hey, guys. And we responded. We said, what did we say? He said, good, having some beers. And you? And he's like, oh, I'm heading to watch some football and have a barbecue. What are you guys doing tonight? And we kept going. We're like, oh, right now our night is open. I I wanted to know what he was going to say. I wonder how far it was really going to go, how deep the interaction I was actually think be. this might be kind of mean. Like, after we started having a conversation with him and I realized he was a real person, I was like, oh, this is probably kind of fucked up. I thought Max and whatever his name is was going to be on the other end on Catfish. <laughs> and I'm like, who are they? Yeah, but that's what I mean, though, is that yeah. we did it... As a, as a social experiment, mostly. Mm-hmm. Because we've never done online dating. We totally missed the boat. It, and so I just, I wanted to know what it looked like. And I don't hear many success stories of Tinder. I hear about my friends getting laid off Tinder. Yeah. I don't hear about any of my friends, hardly except for a few, meeting genuine, awesome people on Tinder. So I like, I want to know what this culture of app dating looks like. It's, so, it's super easy to find somebody. It's very easy. Because, honestly, what you could do is swipe through all likes. Oh, yeah. And then you'll get a match, and you would be like, oh, I need to talk to that person. Yeah. And it just makes it super easy. Uh, or you can be difficult. It's kind of all however you want to do it. I think it's... I, I agree. Because I think it's all about what you want out of it. Yeah, the effort. Because... Well, not... No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, if you want to get laid, you can get laid. If I went on Tinder right now, it doesn't matter what you look like. You could get laid off Tinder. Yeah. But that's... Very true. It's crazy because I don't know if that's the same thing. Like, we... Josh and I met at a party. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I had been willing to sleep with him the night we met, I'm, sh- I'm sure he wouldn't have said no. No comment. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You wouldn't have said no. I wouldn't have said no. You would have said no? I don't know. To, you were 21 years old. I was 21 years old. You were a baby. I was I was 20. What are you talking about? You couldn't even go and have a drink with me. I'm just saying, if that night we had met and I was like, let's do the jam. Let's do the jammy jam? Nah, because I was in your house. I didn't live there. We were uh, at Chardonnay's house. I, as I said, I wasn't your house. So I knew it wasn't your bed. And I don't like people's beds. What? I think people's beds are... That would have been the thing if I was like, let's do the jammy jam. You'd have been like, no, it's not your bed. No, I'm lying. I probably would have. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you're a 21-year-old guy. No, you were super sexy. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Um, But I'm just saying, if I went on Tinder and it doesn't really matter what you look like, you'd be like, it's... It'd you, be super you could have been laid five times over now if you just... Like, was, like, but that's scary that it's that easy because that's not how the real world is. No, nah, people don't catch the sheen doing that. The Charlie Sheen. The Hiv. The Hiv. <laughs> no, lie. You don't need to protect yourself. But no, but I'm being serious, though. I'm being serious. It's very... No, that's true, though. It's very scary that it's so instant because you can meet someone, have a very quick conversation, identify that you have a few things in common, go on a date, sleep together, and you never have to meet organically. And that takes out the whole fucking point of dating. I think it takes out a certain... Uh, a brief point, and that's just jumping straight to the sex. 
Kind of like uh, the movie. Well, I mean, you sort of have stands. to get to know each other. No, nah, you don't. Because if it's something like... It, it, very short. It, it's a lot quicker. Yes, that is. That's why I said you sort of have to get yeah, to know each other. But once again, if you used it correctly, like, not correctly. Like <laughs> if you, you use it the way that people think you should use it? No, if you use it the way in the way you want to use it. If you, like you said, if you want to just get laid, you use it to just get laid. Yeah, I think but that if you, you pull that off. If you want to use it to find the love of your life. But I don't think that I've just, if anyone has used Tinder and have actually found a meaningful relationship, tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, email us. Remember my one friend though. She did, but that was on a whim, and she, she's just not that person. Because when I talked to her, when I was texting her and talking to her For the record, uh, one of his friends is now in a relationship with someone that she met on Tinder. Yeah, and she says she's in love. Yeah, and I believe her. I believe her. Um, No reason for her to lie about it. Um, She's just telling everybody else. I can't say names, but when I told her, I was like, hey... Uh, you, you saw what like, Jordan posted about us, like, you used Twitter, Twitter, Tinder before, like, anything we should watch out for. And yeah. Only thing she said is creeps, but then she told me she actually, her current boyfriend, she fell in love with through On it. Tinder. And they've been together for a very long time now. So. Yeah. I, I mean, just, we I don't have know. close friends that have met online, like, online dating, who are now married. Yeah. And they're our age. They're 26. But granted, they didn't use Tinder. No, but I'm just saying, but they use online dating. This is technically online dating. So I guess I just wonder if there's a certain, there's a very obviously a certain stigma behind Tinder. Yeah, because it's like hot or not. It's so instant. But that's exactly how it is when you're out at a bar, out at a party. It's hot or not, except it's actually what the people look like. The one thing I did learn from Tinder is it is a um, confidence booster because I could see people that we tried to message they didn't say anything even though they matched up with us and other friends said people use it as a confidence booster like oh my gosh that guy likes me oh my gosh that girl likes me um just not really sad that like say we're like we're in a relationship and I was like oh my god like I wonder if other guys find me attractive and I go on to a and then I go on Tinder and I was like I just wonder if guys would like me that's so weird I think they would do that to admit that I think they would not admit that part of it it'd be like oh I'm just on Tinder I actually did have an interesting question uh, for one of my friends who um. I told her what we were doing, and everyone that we've told what we're doing, they all think we're crazy. Mm-hmm. For for one, a couple people have found it extremely entertaining, but yes. another person was like, uh, one of my good friends, who's a girl, she asked me. She said, "Who has the app on their phone? You or Josh?" And I was like, "Oh, I do." And she's like, "Oh, I think that that's really interesting." And I was like, well, "Okay, well, why?" And she's like. Well, I wouldn't want my boyfriend, she's been in a very long-term relationship, she's like, I wouldn't want my boyfriend to have Tinder on his phone, so because I don't know what he would be doing with it if I allowed him to have it when I wasn't there. I think that's dumb. No, but she was like, if we're doing it together, I wouldn't trust him to have it. Isn't that, that crazy? Uh, yeah. I 
The short answer is I think that's dumb. Well, I don't necessarily know if that's dumb as much as it's just real, because I don't, like, why didn't we do it on your phone? Because you're the head of programming and you said I didn't really care. No, I know, but, like, what if you were, I I guess I would have wondered if, like, this idea was yours. I would have, if it was my, this was, the thing is, it was your idea, so you took full control. I just, I was just like, it's your idea. No, no, you're missing the point. I'm saying, if this was, if this was your idea. I wonder if I would have been like, no, we can't do it on your phone. We have to do it on my phone. Then I would have thought it was dumb. <laughs> Why, though? Because, for one, it was my idea. And so I should go through with the whole process of setting it up. And right, right, right. Stuff. But if, say, we were both actually looking. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, at the end of the day, we would both have to agree on who was coming into the bedroom. True. So it does. That doesn't matter. Right. So and to say like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. I'm sorry. If he really wanted to talk to another girl, he yeah. can. Tinder is not. The Tinder only is way. not the gateway to make that happen. No. You, yeah. You can talk to anybody, whoever you want, if yeah. you really want to try. Well, no, I don't have those trust issues with you. Um, really, to you know, I, it didn't bother me that. Yep. I didn't even think, and I think that that just shows a lot about our personal relationship, that I didn't even think about the fact that maybe you had wanted to set it up and I, I just did it, no. that maybe you wanted it on your phone, but that is an interesting dynamic to think that, like, you trusted me to have it on my phone, and I could have been talking to these guys this whole fucking week and you wouldn't have even known. Yeah. I, I didn't, but I'm just saying, you wouldn't have known if I would have. Yeah, no, I trusted you, with the, and the thing is, right when you said, we talked about it while I was driving home, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Set it up on your phone. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, like... Like, I... Yeah, it's just interesting how uh, trust is not a whole entire thing in our relationship. I think that's very, very interesting. Very true. But yeah, so Tinder is... So how do I feel about online dating? Yeah, so it, with the, the consensus? Very, with the very small sample size, I get it. I totally understand why people do it. It is a quick way to meet somebody... Interview them because you could literally say whatever you want. You, I honestly believe if you could be yourself and get across what you're actually looking for. Because the thing is, you could turn off. You could not respond. Sure. Like you if could you don't like what they look like. Yeah. No. Rather than if you're at a bar, you can I mean, you could ignore people, but they might follow you. They might follow you and be fucking some, creepy. Some crazy shit. So, like, the truth is, is, like, I could be sitting here messaging you, messaging you, going back and forth, and I'll suddenly be like, no, I'm, like, she's crazy, or yeah. she, uh, like, we don't actually connect. Yeah. She likes Star Trek, and I like Star Wars. God. Like, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so, so stupid. Like, Venus and Mars type stuff. So, like, um. So, what do you think? I know, I think, I think it's great, to a certain extent. But what do you um, think about Tinder? Because that's the that's the platform we use. If they use it to get to an organic no. sitting, what do you yes. think? If you were single right now, what do you think? Do you think that you would use Tinder? No, I don't believe you. I like to meet people. I'm also convinced that Josh was like a total slut before we met. No, sorry. I just like to make things up in my mind. I'm also a hate every girl that's ever even said hi to him, so I'm not irrational. Yeah, um, but not. You see how I am? I walk into Starbucks and everybody becomes a friend. Guy, Josh girl, is a dog. Chatty. Josh is a chatty cat. It's, it comes with my work. Like, I, 
Don't know it's not it even have anything to do with your fucking work. It has to do with your personality. Because you would like that. It didn't matter if you were a fucking trash man. It wouldn't matter. It might. It might. But, I don't know. What about you? Um, I don't think that I would use Tinder. Because it makes me, I was, you saw, extremely uncomfortable throughout the entire process. I'm a bit more, I don't want to say modest, because I'm not suggesting that girls who use Tinder are not modest. Mm. However, I don't think it fits my personality. I'm pretty outgoing. I like to meet people organically. Out. However, it all goes back to the same thing. If I'm 25, 26, and I want to date someone a bit more seriously, and I'm focusing on my career, and I don't have time to go to a bar as much as I did when I was 21 to meet people, it might be a good way to get to know someone. It's a good way to jumpstart. It's a good way to jumpstart. I think the implications of what Tinder is associated with make it bad. And I guess, I don't know if Tinder, if that's part of their marketing to suggest that you can just like meet people and have sex with them. But everyone I know who uses Tinder uses it for that. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't know how that association started. I think it's just because it's so easy. Probably. And, and but I, I would not be uh, closed off to online dating if I did not have time to meet someone organically. However, I don't know if I would choose Tinder as my avenue to do that. I definitely agree. I think it would just yeah. more be to meet somebody because I could talk to them through the application without having to give them my number. Yes. One. For safety reasons, it kind of makes sense. Yes. And you know they live near you, so you're not meeting people on Facebook that live in Louisiana. Exactly. And then... Shout out to our non-existent listeners in Louisiana. There's <laughs> somebody in Louisiana. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, I just think if you're going to use it to get to an organic even though you don't have to, like, that's really yeah. bad. But for me, the way I would use it as is cool... She seems cool. I, I like it. Let's go on a first date. So if we weren't together and you had the existing job that you have now and you lived in an apartment by yourself, and would you use an app to meet people or to date? Do you think at this I age? I don't think so. I like, because the thing is, you know me, I like going out. Yes. I like talking to people. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was... I would make time... Now, I would say, if I wanted to meet people yeah. today, I would just make time to... Go, go out. To a bar. So, okay. I like that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, I, I just think I just think I would. Yeah. What about yourself? I, I don't think I would use it. No. I have enough time to go out, and I have enough friends to... To do that. I mean, I think both of our, like, quote-unquote, game has diminished... Since we've been together, because I think if both of us went I've out, I've never had a game. That's not true, but like I think if both of us went out at this age, like now, I don't know if either of us would know how to like how to do it. I don't think I don't think I ever really had a game, but I, mean, I don't I don't think I would know how to like navigate a relationship at this age. No, I don't think I would know how to do that either. I think it would more of I could just see it. I have to be sitting at a bar and I'd be talking to somebody. Yeah, and. Be it be a girl, right? And I'd just be like, oh, and then like more more people just start talking to more people, 
And then they'd be like, oh, that girl liked you. I probably would be so oblivious to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I'm so far removed. Yeah. That it would take so long. It would take, I think it would take someone to tell me, like, dude, that guy was into you. I'd be like, wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> same, same here. Jesus. I think I'm so, like, out of the game. I don't even know if I was really in the game, but, like, if, As she was, I, I swooped in. <laughs> I wish. But anyways, that was our Tinder uh, experiment. Uh, Thanks, yeah. everybody, you, for supporting that. <laughs> if anybody wants to see the conversation... I got the screenshots, boo. Oh, and, uh, it, Tinder, gets, it gets good. It, it, I feel uncomfortable talking about the conversation. So I'm going to make sure details. I have the screenshots right now. And it's... I wanted to share more about what exactly we talked about, but it got a little too raunchy too quickly to read. And there's some people that put their ear to this shit that wouldn't want to hear this. Honestly, I would be uncomfortable putting my ear to this shit if I read some of the things. Yeah. That happened. It, it was... But the thing is, we were egging them on. No, no, no. We were egging them on. Because right. we were... Uh, we both were trying to see how far we could push him. Yeah. And, and that's what we got. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we were planning to meet with, with somebody that we met. Honestly, we got too busy, and this one guy gave us everything. Yeah, and everything I just deleted Tinder there. off my phone, so it's gone. Oh, thank God you stopped talking to boys. Swipe, swipe, swipe. So, thanks everybody that supported the experiment. Uh, if you have any questions, email us, uh, tweet us, Facebook us, uh, Pigeon, uh, what else? Paul's? Periscope us. So wrap up this week's episode, episode four, Words of Woods podcast. We have one question that was pretty sweet that we got. It was a email. great question. It was a really, really great question. Somebody must know us very, very well. Yes. Um, so the question was, do you want me to read it? Do you want to read it? Um, you want read me to read it? You, I can read it. You read it. Um, so they gave us a, first of all, they gave us a little bit of an intro that they know us personally. But they asked us, they're like, what do you guys think about long-distance relationships? Do you think that they work? What are the pitfalls? And really, basically, how do you feel about them? So, I'll let Josh go. Um, They suck unless you have an end goal. Yes. So, for people who don't know the beginning of our relationship, which I'm assuming is most of you, when me and... That person in Louisiana don't. (laughs) 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 Uh, Josh and I started dating in 2010, and in 2011, in uh, January 2011, January 2nd of 2011, I moved to Chicago, Mm -hmm. and Josh did not come with me. We had only been dating about a year, and we we decided to give the long-distance thing a shot, and it was probably the worst few months of my life, easily. And in June of 2011, he moved to Chicago while I was not there. <laughs> I was actually back in San Diego. And then we, we spent about a couple weeks together. And I was here in San Diego for the summer working and interning. And we didn't see each other for that whole summer. And then I moved back to Chicago in late September. So we were basically doing long distance for about... Nine months. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm just going to say this real quick. Over nine months, we probably saw each other for maybe two and a half weeks. That's yeah. Being, that's kind of being generous. I'm not trying to over-exaggerate. But that was for, like I came home for Easter two um, days. Yes. I, and I was working the whole time, so like sometimes I couldn't even take it off. Yeah, and I was finishing up my undergrad and going from a community college to a mm-hmm. pretty renowned university is 
it's very difficult in terms of workload, at least for me to adjust to. My, I guess my number one thing is if you want it to work, It'll if work. both sides want it to work, it will work. The main thing is, um, is you just, you have, there, you figure you out schedule. You have to work at it. Like, that was yeah. the only time my schedule was pretty on point. Like, I knew exactly what I was doing. I, there was no... Well, give us in, some insight. You were coaching basketball. I was coaching high school basketball early in the morning. Then so I'm, he would start coaching at what, 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. And West Coast time. And I was in Central time. So he was up two hours earlier than I was. So 5 a.m. in San Diego was 7 a.m. in Chicago. So he would call and wake me up for class. And I would... And we would talk for, what, 15, 20 minutes. Yes, I would go up to practice. Yep. And then I would coach. And then from there... I, um, she would text me, I'd text her, being like, I'm going to work, I'd text you when I get there, she'd already be in class. Right, so and we then, wouldn't talk pretty much all day. All day, I'd be at work, then I'd get off of work, um, lunch we'd talk if we, like, if we, our schedules met up, because sometimes... Yeah, sometimes class gets out early. Or sometimes I'm working through my lunch or whatever, and then I would jet back, I would jet back to the high school, coach the JV... Uh, the varsity help coach the varsity boys, and then on occasion help coach the JV boys, and then uh, during those breaks, then the times like a text call whatever, we would chat. Yeah. And then come home, video chat. Yeah, well, not every day, but we would try to hop on a video chat, FaceTime. This is before I think FaceTime. Uh, this is just video chat on our MacBooks, and we would sit there and watch uh, watch movies, watch TV shows together on. Video chat uh, yeah. in between when I was, you know, going out, meeting new friends, finishing homework, doing papers. Yeah. And mostly Sunday night, movie night. Yeah, um, mostly sit there and watch movies together for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we both pass out and talk on the phone. I think we probably talk maybe 30 minutes a day, if that. Yeah. Like, if if we had time. Most yeah, of the time, most there of the, wasn't time. <laughs> most of the time, it was only on the weekends. Yeah. Be and I was like yeah. Sundays because Saturdays we would go out with friends yeah. to try to maintain some normalcy. Yeah. To make sure we're all like, getting out of the house or her getting around Chicago. Yeah, I mean, so. I think the biggest thing about long-distance relationships is being willing to make the sacrifice and knowing if it's worth it. And also being supportive of each other's personal lives. Yeah. Because Josh could have been the crazy dude being like, don't go out, I don't want you around people I don't know. And I could have been like, don't go out, I don't want you out there talking to girls and cheating on me. But we had established... A trust and a bond before we were apart that it was like have fun with your boys and it was like have fun with your new friends and it it was easy yeah and it was that part of it was easy yeah it was very easy because she would be um talking to people she'd be like oh I DJed cool they would tell her hey go DJ um come DJ at this bar for us it's like I'm like go 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 just take one of your roommates with you yeah Shout out my homeboy, Gabe. Yeah, just... <laughs> he used to go with me all the time. He, um, but... But yeah, like... I'm... Like, you're super supportive of that. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, though. It's awful. Um, it's awful, but I also have zero sympathy for people that live within a two-hour radius, and they're like, I love this girl, I love this guy, but they live so, so far... far. Yeah, no sympathy. Uh, no, no sympathy. None over it here. took me four hours by plane if I had to jump on a plane. Yeah. To go see Jordan. So, 
No. If you really want to make <laughs> it to work, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. If yeah. you really want it to work, it will work. No, it's, uh, I think if you have that uh, instinctual like feeling, I think both of us had that feeling pretty early on that this was something that we wanted to fight for, that, you know, you make it work. It's, yeah. it's uncomfortable. Some days are easier than others. But, you know, you figure it out if you want to. Yeah, so, I support long-distance relationships. I actually think it makes it stronger because yeah. we can be apart from each other. And while it's not necessarily, like, fun, if you had to go away for a month, be like, shit, I did that for for nine yeah, or six. Like, It's funny because, like, now I go away for conferences and it's, like, only three days at a time. And some, like, this next one, this one in February will be a little bit longer. And it's just, like, all the guys there are, like... Granted, some of them do have kids, but the ones that just have girlfriends, they're, like, constantly on the phone every yeah. break, coming in late from the break for, back into the conference. Texting for, all day. For me, it's just, like, we, like, she's like, oh, I'm busy. Cool. Like, we know, we know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Like, we talk because we want to. Yeah. Not, not because we have to. Not because we're checking in. Yeah. Like, Joshua, one of my best friends, easily. So, it's yeah. like, during the day, if funny shit happens, I want to tell him. Yeah, like if he's exactly. at a conference, like, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> exactly. The only time I seriously am checking in is if I know, like, you're driving and it's bad weather. Yeah. Or, like, That's fair, though. Or, or if like, it's 3 a.m. and I was out with the girls and you haven't heard from me. Like, yeah. hey, are you actually still alive? Yeah. Like, stuff like Shut that. Shut the vodkas and those stupid shots. Stuff like that. <laughs> That's something I do for, like, any friends. Yeah, it wouldn't matter who it was. Yeah. Because no. you do that even with your current friends. Yeah, they, they dropped me off. Shout out to E.G. <laughs> Every ride he's ever given me. But, um. It's true, though. It's I, it's it takes me to get home. Like, it's that simple. For sure. It's, uh, the people I care about, I ask that question. So now, if you give me a ride and I don't ask that question, you know, I don't give a fuck. Yo, shout out to everybody that does long-distance relationships. Trust me, if it's meant to be, it will be. Because when it's worth it, it's super worth it. So, good luck to everybody that's even giving you a shot. Because trust mm-hmm. me, it works if you want it to work. Yeah, that's really all I can say. It's super great, super beautiful. Um, the other thing is, you know how to communicate better. That's like, the, I think, yeah. you, know, you grow into a better unit. Well, honestly, I think that's when we built, like, a real, like, not just relationship, but a friendship. Yes. Because, like, not to be, like, too, like, um, forthcoming, but it's like, we couldn't be, like, like, we couldn't touch each other. There's no, like, you can't have any sort of physical contact with one another. So it's like, you're forced to really get to know somebody for exactly who they are without any distractions. And you learn how to talk through their emotions. Yeah. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I want a hug. There's no physical hug I get. Yeah, and a lot of people who know me know I have very bad anxiety. I've had it for years. And it's like, some days I'm feeling real anxious. Some days I'm having, I'm feeling real panicky. Some days I'm feeling just not great. And, you know, being able to talk someone through those emotions, you learn a lot about people in general, not just your partner. Just life situations. Definitely agree. So, shout out to whoever answered this question. My thing is, if you guys are both on the same page, long distance will work. If you're not on the same page, straight up, not worth it. Um, it ain't shit, honestly. Yeah. And there has to be an end goal. Uh, I think that's the second part of it. That's true. The that's end true. goal is like, oh, by this time, you know, I hate time frames. But you know eventually you guys will end up in the same place. 
Yeah. Or if, that's that, true. if it, that doesn't work for you guys, because maybe you guys both have your dream job across the country, you've worked out time frames, because mm-hmm. that's, no, that's what I would do if, say, like, you had to move right away, and I had to keep my job here, I would easily say, all right, every other, every other month I would be where you're at, even if it's for a weekend, you know what I mean? I'd figure out how to work that out. Yeah. And so, it, it just, it goes it's all about compromising. Thing. It's like, it works if you want it to. Yeah, exactly. Really so, shout out, good question. Um, yeah, thank you. If uh, anybody wants to send questions, comments, anything, send it to our Gmail account. It's uh, wordswithwoods at gmail.com. We'll answer pretty much anything unless it's stupid. Yeah, or if it's a dick pic. <laughs> thank you. Shout out to everybody who's been sending those films, which are fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps up episode four of Words of Woods podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna go look at look how comfy Max is. Look at all the King Max over here, chilling. Anyways, we've uh, been hearing some people are having issues with our iTunes. We are working it out with the iTunes store. I've been in contact with them through email. Hopefully, within this next week, it'll be settled. But in the meantime, listen to us on SoundCloud. Yes, thank you for all the listeners. Comments, uh, feedback, all the shit. We super appreciate all the support. Uh, if you've been listening this far. Tweet us or Facebook us, text us, Instagram us, Instagram us, and say Turkey Ball. <laughs> that was the first thing I get in mind. Hashtag Turkey Ball. Turkey Ball. <laughs> Anyways, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. It's episode four of Words of Wood podcast. Bye.